Hey guys, welcome along to the show. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart, and we're getting into Angel in this episode. Uh, season 1, episode 12, is entitled Expecting. So, interestingly enough, um, this is a bit of useless information, but if you're watching the show just on TV alone, like you know, TV has changed so much since this show was aired. This came out January 25th, 2000. Some places, let's just say. Uh, as I said, I fell in love with this show. Uh, always enjoyed Buffy, but the Angel spin-off for me was a far, far superior show. Absolutely loved it from day one of it been on TV. Uh, so I decided at that stage, okay, when the DVD box set, well, DVD box set, when the box set, the VHS box set starts coming out, like this is how long ago this was, uh, VHS was still pretty much a good thing. And uh, yes, uh, the show came out actually on two separate releases throughout the year. You get the first half of the season, and then a few months later you would get the second half of the season in VHS. So I still have all them sitting on the shelf, just in the corner of the, the office here, even now. But the point is, uh, on TV back then, in the UK, you had these mad sensors that just would check the shows out and decide whether they were going to be trimmed down or just not shown. And out of season one of Angel, this was not aired in the UK. And you did notice that in later episodes where you would have, like, at the beginning of an episode, you'd have, like, like previously on Angel, and you'd see a few clips of something that happened earlier in the season. There'd be a couple of little things that would pop up and follow an episode, and you're like, I didn't see that anywhere before. So you started to notice this sort of thing. So 100%, uh, I got the box set, and I was sitting watching through them. I was like, class, I enjoyed this episode, never at first you one. Then expecting came along, and there was no sign of this on TV whatsoever. But you know, streaming these days, they pretty much give you everything. But back when the show first came out, we did not get this in the UK, so it was good to see a new episode when I was going through the box set. And the only thing I can put it down to in this episode, like by today's standards, very, very tame, but Cordelia ends up getting pregnant in this episode, a supernatural pregnancy, so there's the opening of the episode where she goes on a date, they come back, they sleep together, very, very tastefully done in the episode, but somewhere, somewhere along the line in the UK centres is like, oh, pre-marital sex, this cannot be shown on UK television, so it wasn't, so uh, yeah, at the beginning of the episode, Cordelia, she's getting ready to go out for the evening, and uh, Angel tries to work his way through her filing system, uh, which includes a filing of a woman called Mrs. Benson, uh, is filed under F. He can't find her file. And Cordelia tells him it's under F because she's from France. So you get this comedy of Cordelia and her just being a bit, you know, easy going and still sort of childish in this episode. Um, Wesley comes into the office just before Cordelia's friends, Serena and Emily, 
make an entrance. Uh, you know, he's just looking for company at this point. He's feeling lonely, so he's coming around to see how Angel and Cordelia are doing. These two girls, Serena and Emily, make an entrance. Uh, they're going to take Cordelia to a club, uh, the Lounge La Brea, to meet a famous photographer, Wilson Christopher. Uh, she's apparently been seeing for some time. Uh, so Angel takes Cordelia aside to ask her why she hasn't introduced him to the, the person that she's dating. Uh, at this point, she gets a vision, knocks her down behind the desk. So of course, when this happens, it's a, it's a tough thing to explain to people. So to cover up what's happening with Cordelia, Angel and Wesley try to distract these two girls. Uh, just, just try to keep their attention away from uh, Cordelia. Uh, the girls conclude that Angel and Wesley are a couple, the way they're getting on. So meanwhile, Cordelia forces herself to stand, gives Angel the necessary information about whatever he's supposed to fight, uh, writes down a bit of paper, whatnot, and she gives him like a vague description or just enough to uh, let him know what's going on without it been too obvious to these two girls so it's they're trying to hide the the visions so uh yeah he, they then depart and angel and wesley managed to locate and kill the demon uh grateful to face grateful to face it just hatching from its egg rather than its fully grown form so uh, you don't not see any of this here. It's just like there's a lot of noise inside a house, and then they come walking out, and uh, yeah, commenting on Cordelia's lack of reliability. Wesley also makes a disparaging remark about the, the doxies that she has as friends. He changes his tune mid phrase when Angel teases. I think they liked you, so yeah. We cut over to the club, La Brea. Cordelia and Wilson there talking. Seeming to make a genuine sort of connection. Wilson texts Cordelia home, where after a kiss in the doorway, she invites him to come in, but she has this ghost loving with her, Dennis. Uh, register, he registers a displeasure of he's jealous. He's got a bit of a crush on Cordelia, and of course, another man, but in there, so this ghost isn't happy about it. So you only get to see him once and a previous episode in a flashback that died in the apartment. But if you, if you know the series, you know the episode I'm talking about. So he is... They turn down the lights to make it a little bit more romantic. He'll brighten them back up again. And he puts like a... Like a polka song on the radio to try and wreck the mood. Uh, yeah, so Wilson and Cordelia kiss again and end up spending the night together course they get it on she wakes the next morning to an empty bed and she's horrified to find that she's got very pregnant overnight like i mean she's almost a term like she's eight plus months uh concerned with her absence and unable to reach her by phone for hours and end angel and wesley go to her apartment they find her still huddled under the covers uh staring in shock angel and wesley are they just they don't know what to make of this at all her physical and mental state uh cordelia tearfully says that she's ready to wake up now 
um, to your accounts everything that happened the night before recalling nothing unusual or out of the ordinary and she's even said it was safe very very safe so she used protection of some sort she doesn't say what sort of protection it is but of course she mentions that yes they slept together but it was safe angel problems the angel promises sorry to figure things out and after discovering that the phone number Wilson gave Cordelia is no longer in service Angel instructs Wesley to take her to an ultrasound to see exactly what they are dealing with while he goes to hunt down daddy um, starting a search at the Brea Angel gains the bartenders bartenders reluctant trust and obtains information about Cordelia's friend Serena who turns out to be ringleader of a group of attractive women hooking up with Walson's group of well-heeled guys. Uh, you know, they're, they're just, they're the go-to. Like they're, they are the guys, you know. So the, she's got this group of girls and she, she gets girls. She's just, she's trafficking women and towards this group of men, essentially. So Angel, uh, when he gets to his apart- her apartment, he cautiously enters, calling Serena's name. She answers, saying, uh, in reference to the dumbness, by the, the candles that the light hurts her eyes. Uh, back turned, she tells Angel that she thought he was the, the liquor store delivery service. And when she turns around, Angel sees that she's just as enormously pregnant as what Cordelia is. And, uh, what she's trying to do is she's hoping if she drinks enough alcohol that it'll kill the pregnancy. So that could be another reason why it wasn't aired in the, the UK. This girl's trying to terminate her own pregnancy. Um, meanwhile, over at the, the clinic, the doctor and his assistant disapprove of the way Mr. and Mrs. Pangborn seem to have been caring for Cadelia's condition for the past eight and a half months. Pangborn been the, the name, fake name, that uh, Wesley has used <coughs> when coming into the, the doctors. Uh, the doctor counts seven heartbeats and trying to conceal his agitation orders the nurse to prep uh, amniocentesis. That's probably completely butchered that word, but you know, he wants to collect some of the... Uh, fluid to see the test you know the amniotic fluid accepting the full syringe after the doctor has withdrawn the fluid the nurse shrieks and drops the the uh, instrument let's just say and it smashes in the floor uh, behaving like a powerful acid the amniotic fluid rapidly eats a hole right through the tile, just like you would see in an alien film. Uh, yeah, excusing themselves, the doctor and the nurse pretty much run on terror. Uh, Wesley suggests that they try to find Angel, and Cordelia starts questioning Wesley about what's inside her. However, she isn't worried about the abnormality of it. She's worried that it might be unhealthy, so she's turning into the real Karen Muller at this point which is starting to worry Wesley. Uh, back over at Serena's apartment, Angel starts asking questions that could give him some clue to where this guy Wilson's at. 
when he asks whether there's any one she can call on, Serena shakes her head and explains that Wilson and a few of the others are careful to select girls who have no family and few friends in the city. Just as it occurs to her to tell Angel that the, the money the guys use smells, and Serena suddenly doubles over with pain. Uh, yeah, so returning to Angel's Wesley and Cordelia are exiting the elevator when she also doubles over with a sharp groan. Uh, Wesley leads her to Angel's bed and tries to make her comfortable. So, fading in and out of coherence, Cordelia asks Wesley uh, what Wesley saw when he looked at the doctor's shoulder at the, the ultrasound monitor. She doesn't know what's in there, but she knows Wesley knows, so she's curious to figure out what's going on. When he begins to... T- uh, when he begins to tell her, however, she already seems to know, looking straight into his eyes for a moment, Cordelia announces that Wesley is scared of what's inside her. Then her gaze loses focus and her voice goes distance as she tells him she can sense the babies are trying to communicate with her. So, uh, yeah, after he helps Cordelia lie down, Wesley turns to find Angel standing there watching what's going on. Uh, Wesley reports on what happened at the clinic, showing Angel the printout of the ultrasound. Uh, Angel tells Wes that they, Serena believes the guys hang out at the Guns and Cigars Club, but she doesn't know its name or location. So as they walk past the kitchen, they see Cordelia standing in front of an open fridge drinking blood out of one of the containers Angel's got stashed there. Uh, nice little bit of comedy there from Angel and he's just, he's like, I've never had any clue just how disgusting that really is. You get her back to bed sort of a thing. So uh, he goes off to try and find these guys. So uh, he tracks them down, this guy Wilson, to a shooting range at the gun club, Angel. Takes away the gun, confronts him about Cordelia, uh, discovering the scent that Walson is not a demon himself. You know he can smell demons, so like you, know, you don't smell like one of them. And uh, Angel demands to know the identity and whereabouts of Walson's demon lord, whoever's behind all this. When the rest of his mob turn up, uh, Walson gets to his feet and accept. Except an hour loaded gun from one of his friends shoots Angel three times in the stomach. Uh, to a shock, Angel doesn't fall, but uh, shows his vampire side and says, I really don't like it when people shoot me. So uh, I love those little moments in these shows. Uh, he takes the other guys out but one by one and finally forces Wilson to talk. Uh, Wesley, in the meantime, discovers that Cordelia carries the spawn of a Haxel demon when he shows her its picture and tries to comfort her Cordelia bashes Wesley unconscious uh, with one of his books saying that he won't hurt her babies so she's completely under the spell of whatever this thing is at this time Uh, yeah Wesley is brought back to consciousness by the the sound of the phone ringing Uh, he answers it and of course it's Angel Calling from a, a phone box, you know. At this point in history, mobile phones were only sort of coming into style. Not a lot of people had them, but uh, on TV there was still the the trope of you know if you need to call someone, 
you need to get this one box to get in contact with him. Just a little bit harder to contact people, which made it a lot more interesting for storytelling back in the day whenever you just didn't have a full-time connection to people in your pocket. So, uh, yeah, it's little things like that that sort of edge the shoe. So uh, he is in the phone box, and he's he's taking the balls out of his own stomach at this stage, you know, and he's ringing up to find out what's going on. Uh, they determine, so they start comparing notes, and they, they work out that they, the spawn can't survive if the psychic umbilical the, the hex I maintains with each of the hosts of Severed. Uh, listening to Wesley's catalogue of the, the hex I beast's many strengths and few weaknesses, Angel suddenly has an idea and asks Wesley if he can shoot straight. Um, meanwhile, Cordelia and any of the other pregnant women have gathered together in an old refinery uh, fronting the entrance of a cave where the demon resides at and he is absolutely massive whenever he finally shows his face uh, they dress each other in these white gowns and they climb into this waist deep pool and stand in a circle and start to wait for this demon to appear for the birth of his offspring Wesley arrives and tries to scold Cordelia and the others uh, out of the pool but is interrupted by the thunderous appearance of the gigantic Haxai demon beast emerging from its lair. Uh, the demon is about to remove Wesley and begin delivering its spawn when Angel appears, rolling a huge white tank down the ramp in front of him. Uh, so he lifts this massive tank. Uh, he rolls and launches it at the, the demon, who catches it uh, before it can react. The, the liquid nitrogen label now visible Wesley shoots a hole in the tank and the tank of course busts open and sprays the the uh, the vapours all around the demon freezing it solid uh, with the psychic link broken at this point the woman in the, the pool cry out in pain as the spawn they've been carrying suddenly evacuate their wombs uh, Cordelia climbs out, grabs a block and tackle from its anchor and swings the heavy missile directly at the, the frozen hex eye, shattering it into a thousand pieces. So uh, a couple of days later, Cordelia returns to the office looking like her old self once more and she tells Angel and Wesley about the, the dinner she'll have with a producer that night and teases them about the, their concern that She's a lot stronger than those lesser demon surrogates. Cordelia then lets him know how grateful she is to have two people she trusts with her life and explains that he's... And Angel, or Wesley, explains that he's dabbing his eyes because of allergies where he's starting to get a little bit uh, emotional at uh, how nice she's been to him. But she does crack a joke about, uh, you know, this producer could... You know, Maybe get me some huge jobs. So all I have to do is have his demon spawn for him. So uh, <clears throat> she's battered and bruised physically and emotionally by the end of this episode. But she's trying to keep a bit of a bit of a straight face and a bit of a humour on it as well. Again, very very good episode. I enjoyed this one simply because 
it's a good episode, not the best in the run. I did enjoy it simply because it was an episode that I hadn't seen at this point. Whenever I got the box sets bought on, um, I'd actually watched the end of season one before I started, made the decision to start collecting the box sets. So to see this episode had been one that just wasn't aired on TV was a, a nice little treat. And uh, yeah, so I would always recommend you checking out the official listings of episodes of the season you're into, no matter what it is. As I say, these days, streaming pretty much gives you everything and anything whenever it comes to the, the series, but you never know where the censors are at or what they're trying to keep away from you. So, uh, yeah, definitely check out your your listings on AMDB. I haven't said that. I have found in recent years that AMDB isn't as trustworthy as you would expect it to be. So, the only safe way to work out if there's every episode is to actually check out the official box sets whenever they come out. So, uh, I've noticed IMDb, like, listings been completely out of order and everything. You might get every episode of the series, but not in the proper order that they come out on. So, uh, yeah. Do your research on the shows that you love. Okay, that's going to do it for this little review on Angel. Once again, if you are enjoying the podcast you can let me know via the email hellmouthhotline at gmail.com rate and review the show share it along on your social media if you feel you want to do that and until the next episode stay safe and i will talk to you all then this has been a production of coins age media thank you so much for listening